Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Everyone has an opinion, but he's got the Von Hessler Doctrine. Eric Von Hessler on WSB. Live from Sherwood Forest, Hour 2 of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins now. I am Eric Von Hessler. That is Autumn Fisher, her last time here in person. Uh, we're going to try to work something out. I don't know if it's going to work out or not. This may be the last time you ever hear this woman. And then the guy in the middle with no sense of humor. And then uh, <laughs> English Nick over here is 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 with us. And uh, it's a couple things before we get to the outrage we were talking about in the break. One is Autumn follows somebody on Facebook. <laughs> and it's I won't have you out her because I think you're, she's a friend of some kind or someone from the past. She's a Facebook friend. I, you know, Facebook is terrible because people from the past find you and you don't always want to be found. Oh. Um, <laughs> but you say this is an annoying woman, but you keep her in there because she's one of these people. And this really does annoy me. The couples that are constantly telling you on Facebook how much they love each other. And it's worse. Now, this is a woman, right? Yes. So she's constantly telling her other girlfriends how awesome her husband is. It's not her, even her husband. Oh, it's a boyfriend. It's her boyfriend. Oh, so she's trying to lure him into marriage. Man, my uh, hashtag Man Crush Monday is, of course, my boyfriend. Yeah. Isn't he handsome? Look at his stupid face. It's, <laughs> it's annoying enough. <laughs> With when women do it, but the men who do it, and I could be wrong, I could be wrong, but the first thing I think is that guy's cheating, that guy's cheating, and this is the public face because I don't know anyone who naturally, 15 years into marriage, starts their Facebook with, and my lovely, she's so wonderful. I got back in touch with a guy I hadn't known since I was 16 years old, and he on the telephone call, he went out of his way like five times to say, and my beautiful wife who's so, and I just thought to myself, I don't know you, but I'm betting she's not beautiful, <laughs> and you've cheated on her. To me, it's like guilt. It's like this mm-hmm. public thing, and my lovely wife who, you know what, when that's real, you don't go around telling people about it all the time. You don't have to overcompensate. I've been married nearly 30 years. How often do I go, oh, and my wife is, she is great. But I don't go around telling people, you know, because to me, it's like the way my mind works, that's an admission of guilt. You done something. You done something you don't feel good about. So you're going to go on Facebook and tell everyone how wonderful your wife is. It's like, it's a... It's it's bragging, yeah, and, and it's it's everything about bragging that's not good. Which is it's just like shut up, shut yeah. Up. And if it's a real thing, it's a real thing, it's right? It, do, it makes it seem not real when it's being put out yes, yeah. to the world. Like this is yeah. the only way to validate our love is for it to be <laughs> yeah. super public. Yeah, wear it on wear it on your on, on your on your shoulder. So they're super insecure though, then too. Exactly. Right? I guess. Yeah, yeah no, this person, I the, the boyfriend that. in this situation, uh. put up a picture of his girlfriend at the doctor. Was like, my baby's at the doctor, feeling love. Hey, I got news for you. You're not the first couple in the history of the world. <laughs> You're not the first couple in the history of the world. I got another newsflash for you. You 
are not very interesting. You obviously don't like this is the Kardashianization. Mm. There's a word for you. You know, I saw again with the selfies. You know, just you know, here's here's Kylie Jenner or whatever Kendall or who, hey, are we, Kendall Jenner. Are you talking about the Kardashians? I am. See I know. Ya. I know. Oh yeah, you like that guy. Yeah, how about that guy? I can't do it anymore. Yeah, you, the, <laughs> the, the the only person who's a bigger jerk than a Kardashian is that guy who is celebrated all week long as if he didn't plan to do that, as if that was a moment. So. And and then so he's he spurred this whole conversation all week long. Yep. People were talking about how they didn't want to talk about the Kardashians. Right. That's the exact conversation he started for an entire week. So yes, if you're look, you're in love, you're in love. That's fantastic. Yeah, sit shut around. Up. I bet you with girlfriends, you probably hate it. Yes, shut up. Yeah, shut up. Shut up. If you're really in love, it's self-evident. And yeah. it, you know what? It's okay if you're like in the first first blushes. If you're one, two, three months in, and you've really found that person, I dig that. But don't come at me four years later on your Facebook <laughs> just saying I love my lovely, lovely, lovely who has. He made me soup. Isn't he sweet? <laughs> so we're against online PDA. Yeah, it, it really is what it is. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's public displays of affection, which I, I find, you know, I don't Ugh. care. I don't care if it's gay married, gay couples, heterosexual yeah. couples, uh, lesbian couples. Well, how come gays and lesbians are separated out I, like yeah, that? Yeah, like I, I don't know. Like, okay, I don't care if you're a gay couple or a lesbian couple. Isn't a lesbian couple a gay couple? I, um, so they get separated out. I don't care what you are. I, you know, and you're in public and you're fondling each other. You know what? Here's an old-fashioned term. Get a room. Get a room. And by the way, you're not nearly as adorable as you think you look, okay? So get a room. And it's the same thing with Facebook. Get a room. We don't care. Mm -mm. You're not interesting. That selfie of you at the Braves game, I don't care. (laughs) I don't care. Look, if you tell me that you have a problem in your life and I'm your friend, guess what? I care. Mm Mm-hmm. But if you're at the Braves game, (laughs) I don't care. I've been to a Braves game. I know what it looks like. I'm here with my sons at a Braves game. I don't care. Netflix and chilling with my bae. Stop it. (laughs) Shut up. Nobody cares. You're not the Kardashians. For some reason, they pull it off. I don't know how you become multimillionaires taking pictures of yourself and posting them, but they did it. God bless them. You're not them. You need to have, if you're going to post a selfie, there needs to either be like something funny or something interesting that's happening, like at the Braves game with the celebrity in the picture. I've got an idea. I've got an idea. I've got an idea. The mere act of taking a selfie should be, okay, there's a jerk. What if we just took one, though, for... The Twitter, you know, we posted. Uh, we're in media. It doesn't count. Uh, okay, that show. was different. Push okay. us. I'm talking a- about the normal people. Uh, right, Oldham right, right. did a bunch of singing selfies from Hawaii this week. I noticed well, that. Well, because she's narcissistic, you know. Oh, I, I'll bet you did it. I was out of town, so I wasn't checking so much. Uh, but I'll bet. Oh, here I am in Hawaii. Hawaii's been there forever. <laughs> people have been going to Hawaii and coming back from Hawaii forever. And all and she was. But show- I had to show people that I was there. Why? Pixar doesn't exist. Have you ever heard of it? <laughs> Why? But really, I mean, I don't want to attack you. Look, I could go away and say, bye guys, leave for a week for Hawaii. Yeah, yep, here a- I am. I'm back. Did you go? Show us pictures. No, yeah. I found that. No. no pictures. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. People okay. used to go to Hawaii back in the 1970s. Let's go back and there And there again. were pictures. Yes, and it was awful because what they did back then is they would put together slideshows. <laughs> 
and they would invite you over, and it was a known thing that it was like a curse. No, I don't uh, have to go sit through a slideshow. Now hey. the slideshow is in my face online all but the time. Eric, look at me and my husband. Look yeah, at us. We're look, on the you're boat. Sunglasses. And the ocean's yeah. in the We're being models in this one. Yeah, you're in a boat. You're, look you're, at ooh, modeling. Honestly, uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm uh, we're we're losing the no, outrage. No, no, we're not. This is outrage. You're outrage <laughs> over PDA oh my online. God. But, um, These two, they were. This was the captain of the catamaran, yeah, yeah, and this was the deckhand guy. They were so funny. Wow. So you guys. We're the first people to ever be on a catamaran in, in Hawaii, and that's why you're reporting it to us? Is that what's happening here? Uh, yeah, and look at this one. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was drinking this wine on our balcony. Look yeah. at that view. Yeah. Is that Hawaii look behind that. you? That's Hawaii. Yeah, yeah I've never well, seen you know, trees Well, you know, it's pronounced Hawaii. Yeah. So, now, you're I mean, an expert now. Yeah, Hawaii. So, hey, listen. Kanalu'o. Listen, listen. Honestly, <laughs> Autumn. Talk to me as Autumn. Yeah, okay. Really. Autumn. Let's deconstruct this. Let's do it. <clears throat> you, ready. You, why did you do that? Because that's what... And everybody else shut up i want to hear on <laughs> i want you to really go inside of yourself okay why did you post those pictures i'll tell you why because <laughs> everyone else is and that's the only reason because it's the thing we do now i was at the stone show and it was a moment there because i was with my sons and i went to see the stones because i wanted my sons to see the stones because they love the stones and here they're still alive somehow <laughs> still Tory, so you can see them and there was a moment where i was like i was gonna take a picture and here we are that you know what i took a picture for me, 10 years from now, Boring. that I can look at, and I didn't post it because I thought, it's not, who cares? Who cares that I'm at a stone show? And oh my God, you know what I love? I love when people turn on the video so they can capture really horrible sound mm -hmm. of the stones on stage because you know what? We can't find video of the stones on stage. But this it's is almost my impossible. Video. Yeah, I'm holding it yeah. from a crappy seat with terrible sound and an iPhone from 100 yards away. Who? Nobody cares nobody actually clicks on those things and watch oh that minute and a half has start me up with really horrible sound thank you thank you for posting that because i couldn't be there because i'm too poor i can't afford 875 dollars for a ticket to see people who are collectively 500 years old rock and roll on stage so thank you for making me feeling even worse because i can't afford to be there i would never do something like that but i do have a video of the luau that uh, i yeah. went to yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Because nobody isn't that awesome. It is yes. so amazing. Yeah, Nobody's yeah. seen an Elvis movie from the fifties yeah, or sixties. Oh, you was. can't find footage of a luau, not uh, a genuine one in Hawaii. No, 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 you can't find that stuff. It's not. But available. this was special because we were sitting to the right of the stage, and there was a. Guy. <laughs> he Let was me hilarious. Tell you something. It is time to stop it and shut up. I got news for you, man. I saw a hipster on the way here. I'll tell you about that on the way. We've already we've already crapped all over the. Outrage. Poor outrage. <laughs> no, it was local outrage. Well, listen, we'll maybe get to that, but I got to tell you about this hipster I ran into on the way here. How does this guy not know he's a caricature? Coming up. Tease it. That's what we're going to talk about when we come back. Okay. WSB's Kirk Mellis is predicting a high around 88. And that translates to a nine on your Mellish meter. This weather report brought to you by Shoemate, the official air conditioning of summer. Welcome back. I'm Eric Von Hester. That's Autumn. That's Jared. That's English. What? What can I say? I'm going with first names That's only. That's cool. That's English. So uh, <laughs> we apparently have scrapped the outrage thing because I'm, I'm more outraged. outraged about... Can I say first, we're going to get back to some of this Facebook stuff because we discovered something else. That's really annoying. <laughs> but to my, I'm gonna tell you something. If I have to watch one more commercial television advertisement 
watching millennials enjoy a life experience, I am going to put a bullet into my head. And I'm not even going to shoot it out of a gun. That would be too easy. <laughs> I am going to get a hammer, and I'm going to take the bullet and pound it into my forehead. If I have to see one more television commercial mm. showing millennials enjoying an experience. Because, you know, it's not about things for us. It's about experiences for us. So let's get back to uh, and, I, and then this hipster that I ran into today. My bumper was this close to him. I could have done the world a lot of good. But I kept my foot on the brake. So, Saints. Because <laughs> so, I'm not like that. No. So we're talking about this. You know, the, these people who are in love and they constantly put it, posting pictures of themselves on Facebook. And, She's so wonderful. He's so great. And my response is, all right, somebody's got a guilty conscience about something that they've done. And that's the first thing I think of. When a guy's been married 15 years and he starts every day on Facebook about how wonderful his wife is, my first thought is, you're cheating. Good. It's good to know. That's the tell to me. You're cheating. So, But also, then the other thing that you brought to my attention, these people who are constantly putting... What, do you, what would you call it? Like bromides. These uh, these fra- these uh, inspirational sayings online. Yeah. You know what that tells me? You're miserable. If you have to continually put things up to tell me how great you are and how proud you are to be who you are, that says to me that you are depressed and, and you, are, you hate yourself. They're not just... Like Facebook updates, they're no. these they're these little, little images. Plaques. Yeah, little images or little cards. So it's not like you're making cards. them, are you? I mean, do right. you search for them? You search yeah, you like, search for them. Right. Read a couple real fast. Get the idea. Just for once, I want someone to be afraid of losing me. Yeah, so, <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, that says to me you're miserable. Or the people who are like, hey, I may be fat, but I'm happy. You know what I hate. I'm the type of person that will always care about you no matter what you put me through. If I cared about you once, I will care about you forever. Sometimes I wish I wasn't so nice and could actually not care for okay. once. Ugh. You're miserable. Wow, oh, I wish too- I wasn't so wonderful. Sometimes I wish I wasn't so wonderful. One day you're going to look oh. back and say, dang, that girl really did love me. Can I say, <laughs> oh, this, this lady's miserable. I like the ones who are like, I'm, I'm overweight and beautiful, and I feel good about myself. You know what? Feeling good about yourself is a good thing, but maybe you should hit the gym. They're not mutually exclusive, those two concepts. <laughs> you can feel good about yourself no matter what and still try to you know, maybe get a little healthier. Oh, so, and then, so very quickly, this, uh, this hipster, I'm driving to work. And first of all, it's the, it's the, I noticed him first because I stop at the stop sign, but in perfect uh, hipsterism, he doesn't even, you know, it's a, I have the right to walk here. So there's no stopping and mm-hmm. worrying. About, I have a right as a human to walk here, and you had to stop him. <laughs> so I, of course, stop because I'm a law-abiding citizen. And so I look at this guy, and he is every, he is the hipster of hipsters. If there was a king of hipsters, this guy should be it. He had everything going. He had the handlebar mustache. He's like 25 <laughs> or something. Handlebar mustache, the man bun, the bun on top of his head. Uh, the what is? I don't know what the the the, the uh, they're either like Arabic characters the or tribal, Jewish. The tribal. Uh, no, not the tribal thing. It's they're like Arabic characters or. Or Jewish characters, tattoos. I don't know what it is. Like they're really big. He's just got everything. And I'm sitting in my car. I've got the windows rolled up. And I think to myself, yeah, I can yell at him. He won't hear me. So I'm alone in my car. And I yell this at my windshield as he's walking by so arrogantly. I yell to this man, how do you not know? What a caricature you look like. How do you not know this? 
oh, we're young and independent and we do things our own way. You're wearing a uniform. You're so independent that you look just like all of your friends who are equally independent. You're wearing the hipster uniform so that you don't look like everyone else. But you, you're wearing a uniform just as surely as the counter worker at Wendy's is wearing a uniform. As anyone, as a doctor, as anyone. And it's just, it's, it's, I can't, but look. This it's one a group thing. of people who are unique. It's yes. the group. Together, we're <laughs> to different. Get, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then one, one quick thing on the, uh, uh, when people are putting selfies on Facebook, every caption should be, we're here doing this. That should be every caption. I love that. We're here doing this. All right. Well, all this insanity will continue and even blow up because our misanthrope friend Greg Russ is on deck. We'll have stories from Studio B1. Stop being that selfie. What? Knock I didn't it do off. anything. Eric Von Hessler on WSB. If it's Sunday, and I believe that it is, it's time for the Sunday AJC. Pick up the Sunday's Atlanta Journal-Constitution for an investigation into a longtime Georgia politician who's in deep debt to his campaign contributors. I'm not sure why you were tearing that paper up. He was but clipping I'm, the coupons. I was outraged. Was, you were outraged about the, the Georgia politician who's deep in debt. And so pick up your Sunday AJC. That politician could use some coupons he sure from could. AJC. And, and there's a tease there because yeah. they didn't tell you who the politician was. Aha! You pick up your AJC to find that out. All right. I'm having a blast today. I almost, I almost think to myself, should I go to Greg in New York City? I'm having so much fun. I'm enjoying myself. I was able to yell at Jared. There's nothing more fun than that. Just really... <laughs> Just dressing I'm down. I'm an easy target, so go ahead. In front of everyone. Well, at least you know that. At least you know that. You're lovable, and I think, you know, I think you're not nearly as... Well, I won't even say it. Uh, <laughs> Why not? Say it now. Yeah, nearly as what? What? what you I was going to say nearly as unfunny as he appears to be. I, there's got to be a sense of humor in there somewhere, but I've got a feeling that he's watching... Like, his favorite shows, I bet, are like... Big Bang Theory? Uh, the big bang, whatever's big, you know, oh, like, no. oh, at two and a half men, that's hilarious. All right, Greg. Oh, Jerry. From Studio yes. B1. Greg, are you there? He's a misanthrope. He has a dark heart. <laughs> and he needs a good psychiatrist. Blame Jared for that. Yeah, geez, Jared, get, get with the program. It's Greg Russ with stories from Studio B1. Now I should ask, Gregory, are you there? I'm here, but I, w- I want that to be played again because Autumn talked all over it. Well, yeah, I, was, I know. She's stepping on You know, this is her last hey, day. Hey, guys, so I just wanted to say yeah. I hate you, and I'm really glad that I won't yeah. be here for a while. You're like Neil Cavuto. Just stepping you step on everybody. all over my intro. I mean, this is disrespectful. It's true. You want to apologize? Never. Mm. No, See, I don't need to because I'm moving. <laughs> <laughs> She's moving. She's leaving. This is her last week. I mean, I don't know. We're going to try to do some kind of no, satellite hookup, link up thing, but you know how it is. You know how it is. I mean, you always say that when somebody leaves. Oh, we'll stay in touch. How often do you really stay in touch with the guy who used to work in you know accounts retrievable, and you've worked together for a couple of years, and then he moves to Maryland? Oh yeah, we're gonna keep in touch. You never keep in touch. That's different. That's we, the those truth. are people who didn't know each other before they started working together. You're lucky Hillary Clinton's running, and I need your stupid impersonation. <laughs> so I gotta move heaven and earth. Oh, heaven and don't earth! Don't touch me, Jared. To try to. <laughs> All right, so uh, Gregory, hold on, I just, I just unplugged myself. Do we want the intro again? No, no. Yeah, no. I, yeah. Do you want I, it again, Greg? Do you really want it again? New York, right. misanthrope, blah blah blah. Mark, 
We need to hear the intro again because the natives are restless. He's, you know, he put it away on he, a shelf. You know what? I really... He's a misanthrope. He has a dark heart. And he needs a good psychiatrist. New York. New York. It's Greg Russ with stories from Studio B1. All right, Greg, why don't you try hitting us with one of those stories from Studio B1 before we completely run out of time? Hey, guys, how's it going? Great <laughs> to be with you today. It's good to hear from you, Greg Russ. I'm really excited to be on the show, and I'd like to start out by, let's, let's look at the Internet, shall we? The Internet is, is really proven to be a positive thing in people's lives, because with the Internet, you know, people are self-important, they're experts, just because they say they're experts, their opinions matter. That's a great thing. This, and all of this can inflict social change. And here's a, here's a great example of it. Uh, a woman decided to run the London Marathon uh, during that time of the month. Her menstruation was happening. <laughs> yeah, I know. Do me a favor. We've got to be careful here because, first of all, I'm glad you brought this story up because I read this story and it knocked me out. i got to say, on so many levels, it knocked me out. But, right, I so don't, but you know, I don't like that word that starts with the letter P, which, by oh, the way, Eric Erickson was saying on these airwaves over and over and over Period. again. Yes, that's the word. I don't like that word. Period. Stop it. <laughs> I don't like that word. Period. I- so, I'm going. I'm not going to use it. I'm just going to say that time of the month. Now, here's what happened. She, she. There was that time of the month. It began the the night before the marathon, and she decided to run without a tampon. Now, the, the story that you're pulling from, uh, I read, and it's basically her blog article telling the world why she decided to run without using. Uh, I don't even like using the. Wordy though. Well, yeah, it's what it is. You I know. Without using what you normally use at the time of the tampon. month to make sure. Yes, Jared. Yes. <laughs> There's shaming. There's shaming that goes on. Oh. And she needs to bring this to light. She needs to show the world that it's okay uh, when it's that time. Yeah, of the and month. she's writing this blog like she's done something for the world of feminism really by sh- not being shamed into being hygienic during a run. <laughs> Well, there are apparently better solutions on how to deal with this and different ways to go about it, but nobody wants to talk about it, so that slows down the process. Now, since she's released this blog, the discussion yeah. that has ensued has is, is excited her, but it also it shows the stigma that's uh, attached to menstruation. Yeah, and because some people are being critical. Ever imagined. What's that? I said it's more than we could have ever have imagined. Because what happens is, this is a really weird thing. I mean, feminism is dead, which is a, a good thing. It really means that, that all the goals in the United States of America, America have actually been achieved. So if you really look at feminism now, it's always these young women who do something, they tape themselves doing it, and then they write a blog about it. Like the, the, the girl who walked down the street and showed you the cat calls, mm-hmm. which is really narcissistic. Look how hot I am. Like, that's underneath it. Like, I walk down the street yeah, and guys Yeah, thank God are, it worked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and here's yeah. the thing. She could do it for five days and edit it together and make it whatever. And so then feminism is so out of ideas because they really are equal rights in this country. So there's nothing to do. So all you can do is the idea is to, I'll do something event-wise, and then I'll... Uh, I'll uh, I'll write about it and show you how people reacted to it. It's like a it's just, it's like a sort of a shock jock kind of move. So this girl has all these pictures, and you can imagine what they look like at the end of a marathon. It was a full marathon, twenty six point two. Is that a full marathon? Yes. So it's a full marathon, and she's just leaving a trail the whole time. 
and by the end there's uh there's a there's, there's a pictures and she's smiling with people and you know i don't want to be graphic yes look at that it's yes it's very um she's wearing red pants so it's very dark well it's, you know I, it, there really is quite a stigma i mean when i go to the grocery store and i need pads or tampons <laughs> i have to go through a secret back entrance yes yeah you know right. they're not just all displayed out just <laughs> right. out in the yeah. open yeah right. you know yeah. uh men aren't allowed to buy them for their wives it really needs to change in this country <laughs> and i think to myself you know what is, feminists in, feminists in america should use this platform that they have to help people who aren't in America. Yes. It's still scary. Where it really, really exists. And let's not even talk about the horror, horror places, which there are a lot of where women are just treated like dogs on this planet but i mean even like, like a place where it's still scandalous in saudi arabia for a woman to drive mm-hmm. like you can jump through nine thousand three hundred and twenty two hoops of fire and get a driver's license if you're a woman in saudi arabia but that doesn't mean a group of men won't pull you out of your car and beat you senseless because they see you driving one day and you offend them and feminists in america should be trying to help those people who don't live in america and and shine light on them but instead it's just become stunts it's just become look what i did i re-, and then she writes in her blog like some people were critical you know what they're called haters we used to call them <laughs> critics now they're called haters can you believe that people she, she talked about the fact that as she's running by some people are like "Ooh, what is going on i mean this it's it's niagara going on this is going on and and, and how do you not notice that and by the way the pictures at the end of the run i'll just say that again (laughs) is that what you're saying i don't think i would want to be standing right there because (laughs) the body is the body all right there's i don't care if you're a man or a woman the body is a body anyway greg yes Uh, (laughs) i'm leaving it back to you or you can go to a new story or you can say something uh, I well with marathons as it is, people run, and sometimes you can't stop for other bodily functions too. So right. I mean, the, the reaction that she's getting, yeah, people are going to look like, oh, what's going on? Is everything all right there? That's a natural reaction to give. I don't think it's haters right. at this point. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, like, oh, are you all right? I, I can't. <laughs> Were you <something>. shot? <laughs> I. I, 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 I <laughs> I mean, people are concerned, right? <laughs> Enjoy your lunch, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing the best I can to keep this above in the family sphere somewhere. So, anyways. Uh, I, I just didn't know there was that much judgment passed to begin with. I know no. that, That's what I'm saying. I don't really understand. Comments, like, then, you know, they say, you know, they had the whole thing with Trump going after, uh, uh, what's her name? Yeah, Megyn Kelly. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, sometimes that kind of stuff happens, but I don't know. It's just it's something that happens to everyone, and I, I've never spent too much time thinking there, about it. Because the truth to. is that you don't think right. that there's a stigma attached to it. You think that it's just, but it's, it's don't you have, do you have the story, uh, I think you were going to hit the, the Target thing? where Well, yeah, this ties in pretty closely to that because you have uh, you know, this feminist movement that wants to be recognized, but then you're trying to get rid of all gender lines uh, completely because Target is ditching gender labels in the toy aisle. Yeah, which is, first of all, let me just say this. I'm a capitalist. If Target has to try to appeal to these morons, these millennials, the worst generation, look, they're the people with the money, and that's (laughs) that's, a great, great comeback, Jared. Uh, They're the people (laughs) with the money. They're the people with the money, and you're a business. So if the right thing to do to make more money is to get rid of pink aisles and blue aisles for toys for kids, I don't care. You'll either do better or you'll do worse. I, I don't care. But the underlying philosophy that's the 
people are trying to push that there's no difference between boys and girls is absurd. First of all, below five, kids would rather play with the box than what's inside the box, no matter what, so it doesn't matter. But I'll tell you something. I remember in 1974, I was 10 years old. I wanted an evil Knievel uh, motorcycle thing. And every guy that I knew wanted one of those. Mark is about my age, probably, or a little bit younger. He probably wanted one. You wanted one? I had one. You had one. I had one. All my friends had one. None of the girls that I knew wanted one, got one, or cared about them. So the idea that there's no difference, although the Target thing, the one thing I did find interesting, and I did, the, the, the actual complaint came from a picture that was taken at the end cap of an aisle. It said, construction sets mm-hmm. and girls construction sets that seemed odd to me but my yeah. wife said that the girls uh, construction sets are quite often um a little bit different maybe they're like princess houses or something like lego princess houses or something like that seems kind of odd to me but uh you know so i don't care let target do what they want to do but beneath it all whether you like it or not and i'm talking to you the worst generation whether you like it or not there is a difference. WSB's Kirk Mellish, he is good. When Love it comes him. to meteorology, he is the man. He's predicting a high around 88. So hold his feet to the fire. And that translates <laughs> to a nine on the Mellish meter. This weather report is brought to you by Shoemate, the official air conditioning of summer. Greg Russ is still with us with his stories from Studio B1. But you know what? We're gonna, we've, been, we've been trashing all of our segments, and I'm doing that now with your segment as well. But I do want you to, to uh, opine here, Greg Russ, because Jared tells me that Donald Trump has just released what? It's like a 1,900-page... That's right. He sure has. A 1,900-page what? A Immig- poli- policy Im- statement? Or is this all on immigration or all of his policies? It is, it is all on immigration right here. It's 1,900-word Nin- policy paper. Right wow, here, so. he must have been up all night. <laughs> <laughs> 1,900 pages on immigration? Good lord. Greg, yeah. Greg we haven't... No. Uh, Greg, we... 1,900? No, it's... Is it, what, is it 1,900 words. Oh, Excuse me. Right. Yeah, that's... That's nothing. That's like three pages. Yeah, come on, Jared. You're, but you're, still, though. Still, though. The, still the, the though, fact that still, it, at, least, at least he's being Jared. specific for once about it. That's so. fine. Change the topic. Change the subject. And you told me that he had a 1,900 page... Greg, what do you think of this Donald Trump? I, I, I don't think we really heard from you on this. Well, I... I I'm pretty impressed that he spent the night laboring <laughs> away on this, typing, typing probably with just his index fingers. So it's not even, it's not even a proficient process. Hunt and peck. An inefficient way to do it. It's just, uh, it's just I just type and I'm going to put my words out there. And yeah, he dedicated himself to it. So have I given wait, you the opportunity? So, I, I, think, to, uh, I think that I, I just, what that music says. We we don't care what you think. We have a minute. Oh. We're, well, it's ending. We don't care. What we have Greg thirty thinks. seconds. Dang. We have to say goodbye to Autumn, Greg. Say right, goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye. All right, Autumn. I'll be back. Yeah, that's what I hear. I will. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> we're available on ericvonline.com. We do a couple podcasts. As a matter of fact, we're about to leave here and do a podcast called The After Show. If you want everything about us, E-R-I-C-V-O-N-L-I-N-E.com, ericvonline.com. Thanks uh, to Mary Ellen, to Mark, Autumn. I want to miss you. Jared, uh, stuck with you. English Nick. <laughs> what? And thanks to thanks to everyone. We will. Uh, that was this episode of the Von Hessler Doctrine. We shall chat with you again next Sunday at 1 p.m. But until then, I simply must insist that each and every one of you, especially the hipsters, get off my lawn. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, 
and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.